This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 513, Around the Planet on Foot for Mental Health with Tomasz Dreibala. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. I am excited today to be joined by my new friend, Tomasz Dreibala. I call him Tom. He's coming to us from Poland today, uh, having been living in the UK for a couple of decades, and he's on to something really interesting. Tom, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, Dr. Paul, and thank you very much for having me today. I'm excited to talk to you. I, I like talking to crazy people. <laughs> now, some people get nervous when a psychologist says crazy people. All I mean, Tom, is that you're doing some things that have really never been done before. Uh, let me tell you, folks, what he's up to. And then, and Tom, I would love to hear your story about this, okay? Tom is planning to begin a journey. Now, uh, the title of this episode is Around the Planet on Foot. The circumference of the Earth is just a little over 40,000 kilometers. And Tom is planning to run that distance starting at the end of September 2022. It's going to take a long time to do this, over three years to run this distance. And Tom's got this uh, idea that he's going to do that. Tom, what is going on? Tell us about this. <laughs> well, you know, for me, it's absolute pleasure. You know, I, I give a lot of podcast interviews in the past couple of months, and all the people actually ask me about this, how I plan to do it, and what was those those crazy idea, and how it's possible for the body to to pass the distance like this. But for me, it's not really 40,000 kilometers. I mean, obviously, that's what I want to pass, and this is what I will pass. For me, it's not the matter if I will, it's just the matter when I will finish it. I mm. plan to finish it in 40 months, but actually, my focus is on the nearest 15 minutes. And this is what I have in my head. I don't care about the 40,000 kilometers. I don't really think even about the 75 kilometers which I'm passing daily. It's a 15 minutes. It's two and a half kilometers. It's two and a half thousand steps. That's what I have in my head. And this is what I'm doing with absolutely everything what I'm doing throughout the day in my work and the private life. Um, and this is how I plan to pass the entire distance. You know, I didn't plan at the beginning to, to run 40,000 kilometers. Everything started from me from needs and wants to improve my mental health. And from focusing on the nearest 15 minutes, and now I'm running the circumference of the earth. <laughs> wow, the circumference of the earth. That is a huge undertaking. But as you've pointed out, it's not about running around the earth. It's about running for 15 minutes. And That's you can correct. do that. Yeah, you know, anyone can do it. 
You do it all the time, right? Yeah. And so if you do that consistently over time, eventually it adds up to a huge undertaking that you couldn't have even imagined perhaps before that. And, and I love that idea, Tom, that we break it down into, I call it chewable chunks. Yes. Where I know I can take this piece. I'm going to do this piece. And then after you finish that piece, you move on to whatever's next, right? That's correct. It's a bit, it's a bit tricky when you try to explain this to yourself because obviously your mind is saying to you, no, 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 you want to run 40,000 kilometers or you want to run 75 kilometers uh, today. But if you keep repeating this to yourself, and I always talk to my mind like to another person next to me, and I keep always saying to myself, to my mind, no mind, it's the next 15 minutes, and then we will decide what we're going to do. If we want to run another 15 minutes, we will run another 15 minutes. So, you know, your mind is resisting this at the beginning, but if you keep repeating this, mind is, our mind is learning by repetition, and then the mind is learning, it's just a 15 minutes. And, you know, it doesn't matter that you repeat this 15 minutes 10 or 20 times a day. It's still 15 minutes. Right. right. Which you can wrap your head around. Yes. That's something, it's doable. It's a chewable chunk. You mentioned something, Tom, that I want to follow up on because there's a purpose behind all of this madness, right? Can you talk to us for a minute about that purpose? What it is that's driving you forward with this? Sure. Um, I was struggling with uh, um, anxiety, stress, and overwhelm for most of my life, for nearly 40 years of my life. The anxiety actually never uh, left me. Uh, I was always feeling like I have a squeezed, crunched fist inside my stomach. And this you know, fist sometimes was holding me stronger, sometimes was releasing, but it was never um, letting me uh, move forward, letting go. And, um, you know, I, I was always running my own businesses. And uh, at some point, my businesses was always growing. And then at some point, something was terribly blocking me. And I was rapidly going down or even, you know, uh, collapsing with a, with a noise on the, on the floor. And at some point in my life, I met some people and during the conversation with them, I find out that actually I don't need to live the, with the anxiety. I don't need to live the world that stress. I don't need to live with the overwhelm all the time. And I started changing my life. And um, I started running more. And I started training. I discovered uh, the state of flow. I discovered that uh, my uh, you know, um, nervous system is resetting when I'm achieving the state of, of flow. I started learning how to achieve it, how to create the conditions for flow, how to remove flow blockers. And slowly my, uh, you know, anxiety started disappearing. For the past three, four years, I don't feel that squeezed, crunched fist in my stomach at all. And uh, when I was changing my life, I learned actually that um, all those anxieties, stresses, and overwhelms are connected with a few traumatic experiences from my childhood. I also learned that if I will not heal my past traumatic experiences, I will pass that on the next generation, on my two sons. 
they are age now 10 and 17. And I said, okay, wherever I pass on them, wherever I already notice that they, they feel at some point the anxiety stresses, um, I did it, I cannot change it. But first of all, I can heal myself. The second, I can show them the way how they can heal those past traumatic experiences. Now, it's a, it's a, it's a part of our life we cannot um, protect our children children completely from experiencing traumas in their life, but we can show them the way how to heal this. So, you know, all started from my needs and wants to improve my own mental health, then to help to show the way to my sons how to do it. And then I started talking with more and more people. I approached some charity organizations uh, who are taking care about the people who experienced childhood traumas. I also contacted the UNICEF. There is a lot of kids experiencing childhood traumas on a daily basis. And you know, yes. from, from, from word to word, from one person to another person, from an, one organization to another organization, it's ended up that <laughs> I'm running around the globe and teaching people how to uh, get rid of anxiety, stress, and overwhelm, and unlock focus, creativity, and joy. So it's not just about running this huge run around it's the not, world. It's not actually about running at all. It's no. not running about running at all. It's about the mental health. And it's about yes. showing to building trauma-informed communities along the way of my running road. I have over 400 events, speaking um, engagements in public, in universities, colleges, businesses, government institutions, just in the United States, I have a bit over 100 um, events starting wow. from the 26th of um, September until the end of July 2023. Yeah. So it's all actually about the mental health, but I'm using running to improve my mental health and to get into the state of flow. And I'm actually also using running and the big challenge to grab the attention because people are really right. listening to this. Because if I do such a crazy thing, um, well, there is something when I'm doing right in my life. <laughs> and that will catch people's attention. Yes. And what I love about this story, Tomas, you are using the attention that you grab. Yes. To raise people's awareness about trauma, especially childhood trauma, which can have very profound mental health effects throughout life, but it, people don't have to stay stuck there. Yeah. I loved as you were sharing your story about experiencing anxiety yourself and some of the mental health struggles that you've been so willing to share with us here today, that there are simple things that people can do to achieve, you, you keep referring to a state of flow. And I think your, your book that's coming out in about a year uh, yeah. has something to do with that as well, but it, it, that ties right into your running and something that we call moving meditation. It's connecting our mind and our body and it really kind of getting past some of the noise that clutters up our mind and causes all of the anxiety. 
And and maybe I'm overstating that, but it seems no, like no. It's you know, it's uh, it's absolutely that. That's what actually happened to me. You know, when I was running through Asia. Uh, well, let, let let me start because the people keep people think that okay, this guy is running some crazy distances. But actually, to get to the state of flow, you don't need to run some crazy distances. You don't need to be runner at all. But you or you, or you can just do the you know occasional runnings like two, three, four times per week, three mm-hmm. to five uh, kilometers, and you can also achieve the state of flow. But the state of flow you can also achieve when you write the book, when you play the chess or, you know, cooking, reading, you can achieve the state of flow in yes. whatever you do uh, in life, in whatever you are passionate uh, in life. And for me, the journey started with the flow. When I was running through Asia, my first two challenges to make 5 million steps in 101 days and then to run 11,000 kilometers unsupported just with a backpack through Asia. And at some point I was, you know, struggling to pushing, pushing my limits. And at some point I started running like crazy distances, 70, 80, 100 kilometers a day, one week, second week, third week. Uh, But not only this, I was starting really early in the morning because I did want to um, avoid the heat wave in the early afternoon. So usually by two o'clock, I, I, I already finished the, the running and I was running with a laptop. And then I was actually able to open my laptop and work for the next few hours after the run. And it was something amazing for me because I was never before able to focus on uh, one task, on something for a longer period. Sometimes I was reading one page in a book like 10 times and I still couldn't understand or remember what was on the page. So, you know, at some point I uh, once started running really crazy distances and it was effortless for me. And then after the run, I rest for one hour and I opened my laptop and I was you know, um, working for another few hours. And I started doing crazy things like approaching journalists and talking with the journalists. I give my first, the very first interview was with the Red Bull. And I was like, you know, what is happening to me? So I started searching and then I discovered that I'm getting to the state of flow regularly. And then when I discovered that I'm getting into the state of flow, I get curious how I do this. And then I discovered that it's actually thanks to mindful movement, to active meditation. I was simply afraid of the snakes because the snakes in Asia was absolutely everywhere. And because my mind was always in the past or worrying about the future, I was never in the present moment. So a few times I almost stepped on a snake. So, you know, for me it was like a live and dead situation at that time, because when I was running through jungle and I was running for a few hours on my own, if snake will bite me, maybe I will not manage to get help on time. So I couldn't dwell on this past any longer, worry about the future. I did have to focus completely on the road in front of me where I'm putting my steps. So I actually started practicing mindful movement, active meditation, and this started taking me into the state of flow. So then when I discovered this, I created the whole system. I created the whole coaching program. I wrote the whole book about this, <laughs> etc. <laughs> you've learned a lot while you've been out running around That's the correct. world. And this, so this is not the first time that you've taken on a big run. There no. Are- 
I, I, you've already done. Yes, I started really intensive training early 2018. Mm -hmm. um, and in April 2019, I started my first challenge, making 5 million steps in 101 days. Then I took three weeks break and I started running 11,000 kilometers. Currently, I started actually running 2,500 kilometers also through the United Kingdom and through Poland, but I did have a little injury um, and to prevent uh, to be the injury more serious because I'm, I have a big challenge in front of me. I stopped running uh, this uh, 2,500 kilometers challenge. I go through the recovery and now I'm, I'm, I'm running again and I'm re ready to start on the 26th of September. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's inspiring to talk to you. And I know that this is one of the purposes you're doing this. You want to get people's attention. You want to inspire them to live a more full, healthy life free from the things that sometimes keep us stuck, like the anxiety that uh, you've described. Uh, mindful movement. You've talked about how for, for you, running does that, but it doesn't have to be running. So anyone who's listening, you don't have to strap on your shoes and chase Tomasha around the globe. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Absolutely, you know the mindful movement is um, is any sort of the movement. This can be applied to sport, or it can be applied to a simple daily activities such as taking shower, lacing your shoes, walking to work, um, cleaning, hoovering, uh, drinking coffee, whatever involves move movement, brushing your tooth, whatever involves movement, you can you can practice active meditation, mindful movement. And it's enough if you start practicing um, as little as three minutes a day to each activity. And if you repeat it to uh, three, four, five activities uh, daily, um, it's starting, uh, your brain is starting letting, learning to exist in the present moment awareness. And this is starting taking you into the state of flow. You're starting creating conditions for the state of flow. So when you say mindful movement, you're talking about remaining very present with whatever you're doing. And yes, you have like you said, it could, your body. Be, it could be anything like brushing your teeth, washing the dishes, yeah. walking your dog. So if, if your mind takes off into the future, you pull it back. You say, we're here, we're now. Or if it goes into the past, you bring it to the to the present here and now am i getting that that's correct so it's pretty much similar to the traditional meditation to a sitting meditation but it's much more easier because when you move your attention is already more concentrated on on movement so now you have right. to pay even more attention so you pay attention to your on your body on all sensations on everything which you sense in your body and obviously your mind will I know drift off because every human have something between 40 to 70,000 thoughts a day mm. so it's uh, no more than our mind drifts off and start daydreaming or thinking about the shopping list etc but then you bring your attention in a non-judgmental way you are bringing your attention back to your body and back to the sense all the sensations and this will as you say it unlock 
creativity, um, focus, joy, really. You get to have a more full, more joyful life as you tap into these kinds of practices. That's correct, because when you when you live in a present moment awareness, you don't dwell on the past any longer. You don't worry about the future any longer. And this is what is causing stress and anxiety and overwhelm. Yes. So that's why I'm focusing, you know, on, on the next 15 minutes, because that's the present moment awareness. I don't know what's going to happen in 30 minutes, one hour or two hours. So why should I worry about this? You know, so I'm focusing on 15 minutes. And this is, uh, you know, th that's the way how I live now. <laughs> Well, I have to put my support behind this as a psychologist, Tom. I know that depression, think about depression for a minute. Depression is when our brain gets sucked into the past and we're thinking about what we should have done or what might have been or whatever, right? It's all about past. Anxiety is about the future. Yes. Here and now, we're good. Yeah. And that's what I love about what you're sharing with us here today, that mindful meditation, the mindful movement, being present. And whether it's through running or through anything that you enjoy doing or even things that you don't enjoy doing, just be very, very present with it and you'll that's see some correct. magic happen. Yeah, I can give you a very quick tip uh, for 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 the listeners because awesome. you know, I I managed to resolve to heal my past by focusing actually on the snakes, but not everyone can focus on the snakes. So what I'm teaching people is to focus on the orange color. The orange color is because it grabs attention, and people may think that okay, there is no many orange color around me, but there is a lot if you start paying attention to it. You know, the chairs, the tables, the um, shop fronts, cars, uh, people, clothes, there's a plenty of orange color and grabs a lot of attention. So for example, when you run or when you walk to work, um, just uh, don't look for orange color purposefully, but start, uh, try to be present in this walking or running. And each time when you notice the orange color, say to yourself, orange. And that's it. And then keep going, keep running, or keep walking. And each time when you see that orange color, say again to yourself, orange. So what is happening here is that you are um, assigning trigger to the orange color to stay in the present moment. And I use this a lot when I'm going for a public speaking or for a meeting when I when it's a very important meeting for me and I'm a bit anxious about the outcome of the meeting. When I'm going to the meeting or to, for the public speaking, I keep noticing that orange color. Then when I go to the room, I keep noticing that orange color and I just feel like all the anxiety stresses is just disappearing completely. And then I'm getting, because I'm, that's the trigger for being in the present moment awareness, then I'm really getting into the present moment awareness. I don't think anymore about anything around me, about past, future, and often I'm getting in the, into the state of flow. And, but I practice this a lot. Yes. And it's, nothing what, it's not that it's going to happen within a week or two, but if you keep practicing this regularly throughout the day, 
eventually you start happening happening you a lot. I'm 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 working with lots of runners, and they are saying to me that even after the one run, one hour run, they feel a massive relaxation of the body and mind when they focusing on the orange color when they run. Such an interesting tip. And it's worth a try. Folks, go give it a try. What Tom has shared with us here today, I can think of all of the psychological principles that are behind what you've shared, Tom. And I just wish you well on your run. Folks, you might want to, starting in September, late September of 2022, just keep one eye out your window and watch for <laughs> Tomas Dreibala running by <laughs> or look for his events. Tomas, how can people connect with you? You've got a website. Is that correct? I, I got a website and I'm actually active on all social media, but the most active I'm on, I'm on Instagram and I share a lot of tips on Instagram and videos oh, and a text so people can read it and practice with me. And I imagine you'll be documenting this entire journey as you Absolutely. go. Of course, oh. of course. <laughs> so excited for you. And thank you for your focus on mental health and raising people's awareness to what we can do practically to, to overcome the depression, the anxiety, to get into a state of focus and creativity and flow. I think yes. that's amazing. Thank you so much for joining us here today at Live On Purpose Radio. Thank you very much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure to talk, to talk to you. You guys have heard it. It's time to do it. Let's go live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it. And leave us a rating too. It's time now to live on purpose. <laughs>